cheerio lads and lasses and welcome back to the soccer talk lads podcast this week we'll look at the premier league in depth as ian rejoins us to gloat about tottenham's success and what is sure to be his only opportunity to do so but don't worry he'll get his when we torture him in some completely unexpected way we've got more ground to cover than brendan aronson scoring a historic premier league goal so let's kick off Welcome back, everyone. This is the Soccer Talk Lads podcast or the SDL podcast. If you're hip, if you're cool, if you're swell, um, my name is Stephen Ground. I just got back from voting in the state of Florida. Um, I just wrote in Jesse Marsh for every uh, yeah. position. You know, I thought that was best. I figure congressperson, you know, um, commissioner of agriculture, mm-hmm. really the whole the whole gamut school board um so you know i'm i'm doing well I'm i trust this justin. politics that's right i'm here with justin horniker as usual checking in from kansas city i used to say the kc side of the state but that's not the state i'm in anymore so how is wonderful kansas city right now Justin? Oh, it's fine it's a beautiful day outside i got that's... a nice little walk in you know uh-huh and what jersey are you wearing today uh oh my atlanta jersey matches my scarf very, behind me so very, for those of you very nice very nice. And we have the exceptional treat today of Folks. also being joined by our third co-host, Ian Peters. Ian from St. Louis, how are you doing today? I've I've been here the whole time. I've been here for every <laughs> podcast. I've just the been silent, silent. We've actually been keeping him on mute the whole time. I've right. <laughs> got a lot to say. And Ian, so you're, wearing, say. you're wearing a shirt with baseball bats on it. So which is either neither the sport we're talking about nor a sport that you watch particularly closely. <laughs> Not even the Cardinals. <laughs> I know, it's a, a dental night at the park. I'm not a dentist either. Uh, I'm none of these things. But you're not an anti-dentite. So that's, that's right, that's awesome. right. I do believe in teeth. Exactly. So we are it's reunited. A disclaimer to make your dentist appointment, everyone. That's right. That's right. Take care of your chompers and mm. they'll take care of you. Uh, We are reunited to do a deep dive into the first three or so weeks of the Premier League season uh, and the total collapse that is Liverpool Football Club. I don't want to talk about it. I won't talk about it, but I will probably be forced to talk about it. But first, let's put Ian right on the hot seat to talk about Tottenham's one to nothing victory over Wolves, uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers. I like how they're both the Wolves and the Wanderers. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. No, here we are. Um, Wolves wander, yeah, yeah, Yeah. I guess. I mean, I suppose. (laughs) Do they do it aimlessly though? Because I know, wandering, no, no, they they definitely have a territory, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) so that's we'll have to check in with the officials in Wolverhampton on that one. But Ian, apart from the controversial naming conventions, how did you feel about this game and your team's? dominant success can we nope. call it dominating i'd call it dominant. can we call it exciting <laughs> yeah. yeah as i say they, they sure are winning is it exciting <laughs> i don't know but you know they're taking the the new york islanders approach to winning um i mean it's it's 
it's great. Even the draw they had was against Chelsea and they were down. And so really it's, it's a winning draw. If you look at it that way, that's mm-hmm. a win of a draw. Um, Hotspurs are definitely hot. Two victories, one draw thus far. Um, I think they're pretty lucky to get out of the half tied in this game against Wolves. I thought Wolves actually looked pretty good for the first half there. Uh, had a few few lucky bounces, a few lucky saves uh, post, I believe. So a little lucky in that first half. But then the second half tilted more to in Tottenham's favor there. Uh, came out a number of scoring chances, and he finally delivered in the 63rd minute. And then I got to learn that this was his 185th goal while playing for Tottenham, which is the most goals any player has scored for one club in the Premier League era. Um which is pretty cool. I, it sounds like other than him and Son, they're the only people that can score. But <laughs> but that means you know that all the goals go through him. So therefore, what a what a premier goal scorer that is. Um, it was interesting. It was very interesting. I know they said uh, this Ivan, or I think as someone even pronounced it, Ivan uh, Perisic. Perisic. Don't get me started on English pronunciations. <laughs> oh they've yeah, been calling, they've been saying Roberto Martinez for like two decades. <laughs> <laughs> when they said it, I was like, "This is a very aluminium thing to say." <laughs> this is—I don't think this is right. Um, I know they got him from uh, Inter Milan, and he looked really good on the wing. Uh, even was the uh, assist on that goal, redirecting a corner to Kane. Uh, it was it was a nice goal. The rest of the game, yeah, pretty darn boring. Um, more exciting. The draw, the 2-2 draw was more exciting than this, uh, American listeners. <laughs> so so draw's not so bad. Draw's uh, exciting games. Uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, they've really... Wolves, I think, uh, from my limited knowledge, seem like they're, they're an all right team. Uh, the first team that they played oh god i can't remember was it west ham no it wasn't west ham it was southampton the one team one of the teams i didn't know was in the premier league uh they stomped on pretty hardcore but that's because even i didn't know they were in the premier league so that means they suck uh and a draw against chelsea is pretty good but it'll be interesting to see them play um some of those other top tier teams and see how they do it seems like tottenham from my from my viewing is a a team that slowly, very, very slowly ramps up every single game. It seems like the first half is never their Emphasis half. on slowly. Yeah, <laughs> never their half. And then they're like, oh, but in the last 20 minutes, look out. And it, it kind of goes both ways then. It feels like they're not dominating the last 20 minutes. It feels like it's just going back and forth, back and forth, uh, which is more exciting. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I mean, I'm... I've been told that Tottenham is the uh, St. Louis Blues of the Premier League prior to the uh, Stanley Cup victory. So mm. if I've learned anything, this means that this this uh, dominance will not last and my hope will be shattered. What did you think of Antonio Conte's handshake? Uh, was it oh, good this yes. game? I didn't pay attention. Yes, it was a regular handshake. Mm. They both shook each other's hands and they looked each other in the face and both looked like they were like this is fine okay, unlike cool, last cool, cool, week cool. where <laughs> i don't even know i've rewatched that number of times and it looks like conte is just like a handshake and i just want to leave but then he like turns around like he's been zapped in the palm by electricity like oh hey i believe my, my understanding of the situation is that tuchel wanted eye contact and conte just wanted a handshake and that's where mm. the misunderstanding came in and then uh just all <laughs> i love there. <laughs> i need a, a gif i need a gif of conte turning around because he looks like someone was like 
about to stab him in the back. He swings around so fast, like, oh my God, this man is still holding on to my hand. Uh, death is right in front of me. And that uh, man is used to people trying to stab him, so he... He's, he seems like a fun coach. He seems like a like a fun guy. Ian, you ask and I deliver. Here you go. Here's your gift. That's in the notes now. It won't go on to look the notes that we're all looking at, but there we go. There we go. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love Very it. Very important that we have. It's like that. The, the momentum of fury just whips him around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't so even... I don't even know that the other guy even actually looks him in the eye either. Neither of them look each other in the eye until they whip around. Nope, not at all. Honest to God, it looks like they both are surprised that their hands didn't come <laughs> apart. They're just like, whoa, whoa, did you put glue on your hand? He goes, you look at me in the eye. I did not put glue on my hand. Fair is like, Conte looks at his hand. Like, he's confused that his hand is still attached to Tuchel's. Yeah, I feel like it's literally like the handshake, and then they both forgot what a handshake was and got angry at the other person. <laughs> oh. Unbelievable. I, I think this is a, this has cemented me as a, a Tottenham fan for this man alone. <laughs> He does bring the fire, and somebody needs to to Tottenham because yeah. they are boring as hell. But hey, they win, and that's all that really matters in the end, you know? Crystal Palace had a 3-1 defeat over Aston Villa, one of the four teams, five teams, that Ian couldn't remember when he tried to name <laughs> all 20 teams really north the other day. <laughs> Uh, Villa scored first in the fourth minute, but Crystal Palace dominated the villains the best. Um, what's the there's a word for like the name you use for people, um, from a certain place? I'll look it up in a minute, okay? But uh, <laughs> but uh, the best of those in the world, and the rest of the way, uh, Crystal Palace was in charge with two goals from 29 year old Will Saha who was probably on my bench in our fantasy league that I'll never remember to edit. And a third from Zatata, which is, you know, Zaha and Zatata really got got your bases covered. Have some fun names. I've got to say they do. Are (laughs) they a fun team though? Justin answer that for me. I think so. Like I've watched them. Like I've watched two of their games this year, which is more than I can say for them usually. And I think that that speaks to them actually being entertaining for once. Yeah. I mean, I agree. They're, they seem to be a fun team. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're still Crystal Palace. They'll still find ways to lose. Yeah. I, don't I don't know, know how he... good Patrick Vieira is. Like, can he, you know, they're mid table, right? They'll have, it'll be boring. It'll get boring here at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Ian, do you have any thoughts on Crystal Palace? Are they in London? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember which teams are in London. I know West Ham is, and I also know of all the teams that are in London that are currently in the Premier League. It's the furthest east. Mm-hmm. That's Great job, true. It's like uh, just fantastic start to the podcast so far. <laughs> did y'all know that there was an actual building called the Crystal Palace, and that the stadium is built on or near the grounds of that building, which oh. looks impressive. <laughs> on or near. I like how it's like not that specific. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm saying I don't know that. I don't, I'm maybe said somewhere in this article. It was built to house the Great Exhibition of 1851, and uh, there were more than 14,000 exhibits and it's 990,000 square feet of exhibition space developed during the Industrial Revolution. So there you go. Um, 
Uh, it looks like the jewel like, box in Forest yeah. Park, you know, about the yeah. same size and same right. significance. Exactly <laughs> the same size, exactly as old, and exactly as important. Exactly it, as many weddings hosted there every weekend. That's right. It cost $2 million <laughs> to develop at the time, which they say is $280 million in 2019 money, which, you know, with the way inflation's going, is about $1.5 trillion in 2022 mm. money. Mm. So, um, yeah, we always like to make sure that you leave the STL podcast with a little more than just soccer knowledge. It's you where know? you come for your geographical history. I yeah, think. you yeah. want you you <laughs> want to sharp, sharpen your corner kicks and your mind, and that's what we're here for. Mm. Um, Everton and Nottingham played each other, which is just unfortunate for everyone involved. <laughs> um, and it was it was a one-one finish. Both teams managing to score goals is an accomplishment in hey. and of itself. Um, Everton scored their first goal of the season in the 90th minute, uh, preventing the Nottingham Forest victory. Nottingham are bad and Everton are worse. Uh, and that's all I have to say about this game. Anyone else? No. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> Is that they, they did beat West Ham, which I think speaks more to West Ham than it does to them, though. Yeah, uh, does, yeah I, it's not good. It's not great. Does Everton stay up this year? Ooh. I like if we'll talk about our real or fakes later. I think Everton is real in their uh, where are they at right now? They are in 17. So, like, yeah, relegation battle all year, baby. Yeah, they for sure are at least in the battle, I would say. Fulham's not going to be in the battle, though, I don't think, which is uh, upsetting to me. But <laughs> they beat Brentford three to two. They uh, probably have one of the best games of the week here. It was back and forth. With goals from Bobby Reed, Paul, he, how do you say it? Paulina? Paulina? Paulina, I'm bad at names. And Mitrovic for Fulham with Norgard and Ivan Tony. Love Ivan Tony scoring for the like, Bees. Both just fun. Both kind the of fun bees. teams, actually. <laughs> the Bees knees, but they were not the knees in this game. Just the Bees. Right. Your thoughts on this game, Justin? Yeah, no, I thought that was a really fun game. Like I said, it's very back and forth. And then Alexander Mitrovic, like, just pulls down a corner on sheer will at the end. So, like, he's definitely playing with a chip on his shoulder. And mm -hmm. I don't know. I think Fulham are kind of legit. Like, Bradford, too. Like, they're both actually pretty fun to watch, pretty attacking this year. And by legit, you mean, like, upper mid-table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 11th <laughs> or 12th, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Leicester and Southampton played each other. Southampton walked away with the two to one victory. Would you tell us about this one, Justin? Yeah, uh, pretty dominant by Southampton, who have had some decent performances through the first three weeks, keeping Leicester at 0.24 expected goals. Leicester are in trouble, especially if James Madison uh, gets sold which it's looking like it's possible because there are a lot of rumors that are popping up around him and that is an issue if you're Leicester. Who's he going to be sold to, though? That's I don't question. know. It could it be Liverpool because they need could be Liverpool. <laughs> Chelsea seem to have like made an offer for I think every single midfielder in the Premier League, yeah. so that's possible. <laughs> I, I do really like James Madden did this instance, and so you know, I think um, he would probably be like if I'm Liverpool, I make that like. Oh, Especially yeah. with their issues in the midfield right now. Liverpool needs some serious help in the midfield, but we'll get to that later. Jordan Henderson, Henderson uh, being old. <laughs> James Milner being old. Fabinho being, you know, not old, but not young. Tiago being old and hurt. Uh, 
I've your problem is James Milner is starting in 2022. That's an issue. That's if right. I'm looking at this from a non-biased perspective. That's right. I've been broken. Ian, pop <laughs> quiz. How many Beatles songs reference the town of Southampton? One. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> as, as I was like, if it's more than one. It can't be more than one. It cannot be. <laughs> um, Arsenal continue their uh, title campaign horrifying words to speak into existence <laughs> and words that will certainly be proven false in the long run. Um, they were uh, about as dominant as you can imagine Arsenal being with a three to nothing victory over Bournemouth. Does that say more about Arsenal or Bournemouth? What do you think, Justin? I mean, like Gabriel Jesus just is good. Like they're, I mean, Bournemouth are bad because they're, I think on the first Gabriel Jesus goal, they essentially just like send a ball into the air to him and he holds off like three Bournemouth defenders and brings it down. Mm -hmm. So I think it says more about Bournemouth than Arsenal, but Arsenal are a top four team. And you got to beat whoever you play. You got to beat who's in front of you. And like looking at Arsenal's schedule, like it's pretty easy. They don't play Tottenham until October. I don't know what that Manchester United game looks like in a couple weeks with, I don't know where they're at right now. So, but like... They don't play any tough opponents until October. So they're going to be yeah. have a decent lead until then. And I'll tell you, I think when you, whenever you can give uh, a 25-year-old world-class midfielder to a team in your own league for free, that's a good strategy. And you yeah. should do that. So, Like the weird know. thing about that is, is like Gabriel Jesus comes in and like, Manchester City are stupid for letting him leave, but if he stays at Man City, like he also doesn't play this year because Holland is starting over him. So it's yeah. like a really weird situation for him. Yeah, it's weird, but you would have think they could have gotten something would, for him or just been. not sold him to a Premier League team, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Brighton and Hove and Albion, can't forget, uh, <laughs> defeated West Ham, who looked to be in trouble early on. Um, the goals outplayed West Ham with goals from Mark Allister and Troussard or Mac, Mac Allister, not Mark Allister. Uh, whichever, whichever Allister. Yeah. Yeah. is a great deli, uh, but an even better player for Brighton and Hove. You have anything more to add here, uh, Ian or Justin, Ian, I know you're a big Brighton and Hove Albion fan. So your thoughts. I also forgot this was a team. No, I did remember it was a team. I remember there being the Seagull team, but I was like, I don't know. They're not called like the the Seagulls. (laughs) I think you forgot both these teams, didn't you? Because you didn't remember West Ham either. No, I remember West Ham. It was like Southampton, Newcastle. All the hams. It's got the hams now. Bournemouth. I don't know why I remember Bournemouth. That's right. Oh, you remember Bournemouth? Yeah, I didn't get Brentford. West Ham. Can we talk about how likely is that David Moyes is going to get fired? Like, when does he get fired? Because they have scored I, zero I goals in the last five against. I can't <laughs> believe he hasn't already been fired. He is so boring. And the only <laughs> the only justification for keeping David Moyes is if you are actively not losing. And the moment <laughs> you've lost more than two games, why is he still there? You know? Yeah. They're real bad. Um, they're real bad. And he is not helping. Uh I like that his career tenures in coaching are Preston North End from 98 to 2002, Everton from 2002 to 2013, because they Ah, love 
to embrace mediocrity. Uh, he had him in like seventh place a lot uh, of times. That's right. <laughs> seventh place is right where you want to be, too. Uh, and then Man United, Real Sociedad, Sunderland, till he dies. Mm. And then I like this little part 2017 to 18, West Ham United. And then 2019 to present, West Ham United. Uh huh. Yeah, you he left, love, and then they're like, we got to yeah. bring him back. We got to bring back that David Moyes. Yeah, you got to love uh, that expiring deal <laughs> and then immediately returning, because how could we let David Moyes go? How could um, you? So, you know, he is tall. He's six mm. foot one. So for, you know, soccer managers, that's not bad. So, um, yeah, the less said about um, Brighton and, and, or excuse me, about West Ham, the better. Man City falling uh, into Liverpool's bad habits by drawing against a team that they certainly should have beaten. Hmm. Although they did do it from behind as opposed to from ahead. So I suppose that's better. Yeah, Uh, but like, is it though? Is it really better? No, it's really not. It's the same (laughs) and it's bad. Um, But uh, yeah, Man City were down three to nothing. They scored goals from Holland and Silva. Um, Milgi Almiron and Kieran Trippier uh, scored. Uh, Trippier's was really beautiful. And um, yeah, I mean, how much are you reading into this game for Man City? If, if anything. I, yeah. They got two goals back like really easily. And it makes you wonder mm-hmm. like, I don't know, they're just such a better team than Newcastle. Like they're I, I'm all for Man City dropping points though. Don't get me wrong. I'm not upset about that. No, I don't think anybody. <laughs> I just don't think you can really like read a lot into this. Even if you're not a Liverpool fan, like who's out here wanting Man City to win again? No one, no. not a one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Man United and Liverpool, uh, that was a game and it happened. So moving on to the Major <laughs> League Soccer. Uh, no, I mean, Justin, go ahead. Go ahead All and right. take us through this. I can I can talk about it, then you can rant and rave about it a bit. I don't uh, even want to. I don't even want <laughs> to. It's over. It. Yeah, just go. Liverpool come in. To Old Trafford, Manchester yeah. United team in, in total free fall coming into this game after losing four nothing the week before to a not good team. And that's uh, Manchester yeah. United, by the way. Want to clarify? Liverpool was only in mild free fall before. This game. Yeah, yeah. Now they're in free fall, and yeah, now Manchester now United is only in mild free fall. Yeah. yeah and Eric right. Ten Hag is right right the ship. Uh, Liver Manchester United go with the starting lineup featuring Varane and. Martinez over Maguire, which worked out real well for them because Lissandra Martinez is actually good at playing the ball. So is Rafael Varane, which Harry Maguire is not good at. And uh, they had a real good job controlling the ball through the first half. Liverpool looked like they had real trouble settling into this game and goals from Jaden Sancho and Marcus Rashford. When has that ever happened? It hasn't. Never happened, <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> and then afterwards, Liverpool swap out Henderson for Fabinho, for Fabinho and Milner for Calvajo uh, at like the 66th minute. And that's when they really started to get back into the game. A lot of shenanigans after that first Liverpool goal where Bruno Fernandes goes to, to hold on to the ball and then everyone's fighting with him for it. Then he like fakes like he got poked in the eye and there's just a lot of kids playing, really wealthy kids playing with footballs. Um, <laughs> and... It was a good game for United. It's kind of like the magnum opus for what Eric Ten Hag wants to do with this team. And uh, you kind of got an idea of who he likes playing, 
looked a lot better without Ronaldo, without Harry Maguire. Crazy how that happens. And uh, <laughs> they look okay. A lot less worried than I would have been if we recorded this podcast last week. Okay, Stephen, go go ahead. I have nothing to say. <laughs> it's all been said. It's all over. No, do I mean, you, you think that Hendo is getting old? Is that what happened here? <laughs> um, it certainly doesn't help that he is old. Um, Liverpool made some decisions this summer. Some of them were good decisions. Some of them were not good decisions. Um, They didn't really improve their midfield because they spent money on uh, Darwin Nunez and um, obviously extending Mohamed Salah, which I think everybody is in favor of. but their midfield is, you know, not that strong in a in a league where uh, midfield dominates a lot. I would mm. say they've got very important. Um, they have eight. They currently have eight midfielders listed on their roster page. Justin, mm. uh, I would like to challenge you to name all eight. Ooh, okay. Name all eight. Uh, definitely Fabinho. Uh huh is Trent's not a midfielder, so I'm not going to go there. Um, yeah. Jordan Henderson. Although you wonder, <laughs> there are questions to be asked for sure. James Milner, I guess? Uh, yeah. Fabio Cavallo. Okay, that's no, four. No, he's not. He's technically a forward in this oh. ranking. But, I mean, I give you credit for knowing him. Harvey Elliott? Yeah. Harvey Elliott. Very good. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> you, forgot, you forgot one big one. Oh, well, you um, two big ones, arguably. Diego Jada. Yeah. No, he's a forward as well. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> you forgot Tiago. Tiago, of course. And uh, Navi Kita? Navi Kaita. He doesn't get transferred before the end of August. That's what I uh, that's, that's that's. And then Alex Oxlade Chamberlain. Oh, of course. How did I forget and AOC? Curtis Jones. Yes, the most mm. famous AOC <laughs> in the world, I would say. Um, and Curtis Jones. Now, ah. I would never guess Curtis Jones. That, that would have no, never. Of course you would. <laughs> dead inside. Um, to me, that's just not a midfield. Like Fabino at, at his best is really, really good. Tiago at his best is extraordinarily yeah. good, but also old. Old Navicata and a lot. Has almost never been at his best for Liverpool. And Jordan Henderson can be extraordinarily good, but he can also be unbelievably middling and average. And none of those reinforcements really have a chance to give you a very different look. So I think their midfield's in really bad shape. Mm. I think their unwillingness to spend with the teams that they have to compete with on that same level to spend with those guys and to, um, you know, spend the money they have as one of the richest clubs in the world with huge deals with Nike and standard charters and all these, you know, massive inflows of money that they have not to mention selling players all around the world. Um, I think they're in a bad shape. And obviously I don't think they're, you know, they're obviously not even they're. I would say they're still pretty much locked in um, champions league team. You know, I mean, I, I can't even imagine it being as much of a disastrous season as fifth place would be. Um, but they certainly need to write the ship very quickly, or there are going to be even bigger questions um, that they have to answer. 
Uh, they did have, you know, I would say a bit of a tough schedule to start out, not to make any excuses, but um, they had Fulham right out of the gate. And obviously Fulham looks better than uh, they, you know, you would expect mm. them to. And when you're playing the first match, you don't necessarily know that. The draw with Crystal Palace, not super forgivable, but they were down a man um, and then Man United. Now they've got Bournemouth, Newcastle, Everton, and Wolves. So, you know, they better put 12 points on the board. And yeah. if they don't, then it starts to become a real problem um, when you face Chelsea and Brighton and Liverpool, or their Liverpool. I knew that. <laughs> Chelsea, Brighton, Arsenal, and Man City back to back to back to back. So um, yeah. you need you 12 need to, out of these next four games. And if you, you also need that, to not have 36-year-old James Milner starting any of those games, I think. That's also very, very, very true. So <laughs> if you can get those 12 points, then... You know, I, I think their title hopes are already pretty much dashed almost, you know, I mean, that mm. that's obviously extreme and not true. If they won out, they'd probably win the title. But like, you know, they're in that such that neighborhood where they're already done a lot of damage to their title hopes. But um, just yeah, to be I, Liverpool, they need to be pretty successful pretty immediately. And you could like they could panic a little bit here because I don't think City are going to dominate because their eyes on the champions league and like they've already dropped points so mm-hmm. like there's room to struggle a little bit start the season and come back but they need to figure it out yeah agreed agreed 100 so those are my liverpool thoughts um shall we move to real fake in the, in the premier league table let's do it are arsenal as champions real Ooh. or fake big old fake like i think that they're a champion i think they'll be top three but they're not going to win. Yeah, wow. Top three is pretty strong. Uh, Manchester City, obviously real. Nobody's doubting that. Leeds United, the uh, American boys, who we didn't talk about at length today. Um, But, oh, you know why? Because we skipped Leeds United (laughs) entirely. That's my fault. Let's go to that game. Um, While we're on it. While we're on it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's my bad. Uh, Leeds beat Chelsea three to nothing. Um, and, uh, Chelsea also not looking great. Obviously Brendan Aronson, uh, had the EPL team of the week level performance. Tyler Adams also looked very strong. I believe it was the first time a American player had scored the game winning goal for a team coached by an American (laughs) coach in a premier league game, which is a mouthful and and not saying that much. The Uh, fall in the year 2022 on August 20th. That's right. The year of our Lord 2022. (laughs) Um, The Aronson goal was incredible. He's very good. He's probably better than I thought he was. Yeah. Um, Just as an overall player. Uh, Tyler Adams is very good. Chelsea can't score under Tuchel in in the margins that they need to to make up for allowing three goals. And uh, Jesse Marsh completely outclassed him, which, as you said, is a sentence you just got to write in 2022. So, and he like played the manager games before the game and after the game too. And like, yeah, it just makes you so happy to see it. Just completely in Tuchel's head the whole time. Jesse Marsh. to the moon, I say. I say, I say so too. Leeds has big favorite team vibes, you know, yeah. like nobody can hate, no American can possibly hate Leeds. So good for them. So are they real or fake? In I don't think, table? I don't think it's real, 
but that they're a Champions League that team. they're a Champions League team. But yeah. I think they'll be like top ten. But you know, they'll be in that not. like that seven to twelve range where everyone gets all clustered. I think they're certainly not in the relegation conversation either. Yeah, yeah. Tot- Tottenham, Ian, are they real or fake? Fake. <laughs> I'm going to get ahead of this one. I'm going to say they're fake. Okay. <laughs> Look, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they, they're, they just play so boring. They, they, can't, they can't. Can you maintain this level of boring and win? And I've, I've watched Josie Mourinho coach in this league, so. <laughs> I mean, I suppose you can, but I'll yeah, believe it when done. I see it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's hard to it's hard to know. Brighton and Hove Albion are they fake? Fake. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, Newcastle United are they fake or real? I, I would say fake. Yeah. Fake. Fulham is. I don't know if they're real. Seven, but they're real as a like as a not relegation team. Which I, I wouldn't be is... surprised if they finish seventh. Like I think yeah. that's well in the realm of possibility. Brentford in eighth, I think, is pretty real. Crystal mm-hmm. Palace in ninth, I think, is pretty real. Nottingham, Nottingham Forest in tenth is not real. I Fake. don't believe that. That is, that is made up. Um, <laughs> I don't believe it reading it now, and I've been <laughs> following their games pretty closely because a friend of mine down here has subjected himself to Nottingham Forest and Crystal Palace as his two teams for some reason. Um, <laughs> that one was made by a writer. Why? <laughs> because he hates made fun. Uh, yeah, exactly. That one was fiction. Um, have you ever been to a Turkish bath? Anyway, uh, Southampton. <laughs> I love those videos. Southampton as eleven. That seems very real. That, that seems right. Yeah, in the middle. Uh, Chelsea all the way down at twelfth. I mean, that's, that's fake. Fake, but probably not as fake as we would have expected. Aston Villa, 13th? Sure, why not? Real. Manchester yeah. United. Uh, let's just say, are they are they a, a top eight team this year? Yes. Okay. I think top eight. Like, if they finish eight, I think no one's going to have qualms with that after the start. And, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, gotcha. No, I think that's fair. AFC Bournemouth being bad is very real. Liverpool mm-hmm. being bad as much as I, <laughs> it angers me, I don't think is real. Um, it's Everton, yeah, they're definitely like 14th place, not 16th. Everton being bad is very real, real. to me. Wolverhampton, Leicester, and West Ham. I don't think any of them are very good, but I will say I don't think any of those teams get relegated. I'll go out on a limb right now and say I don't think they get relegated. But they West Ham, West Ham's interesting to me because it depends on like how long the well, yeah, if they don't fire Moyes for two more months, then maybe. But um, no, I mean, I think Bournemouth, Everton, um, maybe Wolverhampton is in the conversation for relegation. But um, yeah, you know, I think you're looking at Nottingham too, and and some of those teams that are a bit farther up right now. So. Um, I definitely, I don't think Leicester or West Ham do, but, you know, anything could happen. And I guess if they sell James Madison, then they could be. So, yeah. Uh, MLS next pro playoffs are a place where St. Louis City SC is going to be going, which was a very naturally constructed sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, a, is one of the better segues we've ever had, really. Yeah. That's right. Everyone speaks the way I just spoke in the year of our Lord 2022. Um, 
Ian, can you quickly, for the fans who might not know, tell us what MOS Next is? Also, just to, to, to take a peek behind the curtain, I wrote it out that way, so I could have written anything down, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it is playoffs for the the teams that are underneath MLS teams. The next <laughs> tier, maybe the next next tier. That's pretty close. That was yeah. a kind of stabbing yeah. in the dark and yeah. sort of hit something. You know, you <laughs> some blood. Some context um, clues, yeah. <laughs> this is the this is the uh, level of the MLS that Triple H used to run. Um, but now he runs the regular MLS, right? That's right. Yeah, this is the NXT of MLS. That's, that's right. very true, very much. 2.0. This is like, yeah, in like SDL City have some like real WWE guys in there that they just want to give like an NXT run to <laughs> just to see if they can draw some eyes to it, you know? I think that checks, that tracks. We've lost everyone, we've lost everyone, <laughs> they're all gone. <laughs> Everybody wants, everybody wants what we've got, Ian. And um, Justin, would you say, or would you not say that uh, Celio Pompeo is like the Braun Breaker of St. Louis City? Yeah, okay. sure. <laughs> now we've gone too far. Um, so City played a few of their future MLS regulars in this game against the not very good San Jose Quakes 2. He's more the um, Tony D'Angelo, I think. Of yeah, that's, uh, that's true. But, <laughs> but Justin, I'm going to be honest, a, a little racist. Um, a little racist. Uh, yeah. Gets away with murdering people on live television, apparently. That's so. right. He, he does do that. So, you know. Um, but he's a, he's a Bambino. What are you going to do, you know? Uh, they had goals from Watts, Pedro, uh, Joao Klaus scored too because he's an MLS player and former international. And yeah, he's, a little bit too good. Probably should not be allowed to play in this, this. Games, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Celio Pompeo also, um, but then San Jose scored twice on a nine-man city team. We yeah, Pijo got, got a red at the 45th minute, like right before the half, and then we still he's scored... Like, uh, He's like, I've played half of this game. Yeah. I'm not we still scored two goals down a man in the second half, like looking good, right? It didn't even look like we we're down a man. So like uh-huh. maybe we should have entered this game. It should have been 11 on 10. Uh, and then we go down to nine men and, and they come back a little bit. But that's right. What you got to do? Uh, we clinched a playoff spot. We're currently seven, one and one through nine matches and sitting in second place. Anything yeah. you want to point to? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, the last nine matches and that kind of tracks with when a lot of our kind of mls players came over and started being used uh in the lineup so that's, that's probably about right you want so your MLS cheating. guys You're to be playing well in mls next pro yeah but it's good to see them playing together and like you could see in this game they had some nice interplay some nice crisp passing which you don't see a lot uh with just the mls next pro guys so yeah, yeah. that's encouraging to see everybody loves it everybody loves uh you know, subpar second league. <laughs> is there secondly, anything second league soccer MLS... where it's like if I don't think you guys have been subjected to any of these games, but it's just like a steady cam that kind of like pans as the games go by. So it's it's very exciting to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I agree. Uh is there anything about the MOS table that you wanted to point out, Justin? Um is there anything that I wanted to point out? I just thought we could look through and, and just have a conversation a bit. Uh, we're starting to get to the point where things are crystallizing a little bit outside of like Toronto 
I've been playing better since their Italian nationals came over. And that's maybe where you look at, like, does Inter-Miami fall out? New England are starting to play better than they're in quite the slump to start the season. Uh, Atlanta United looking like they're not going to make the playoffs, which is very wild. Yeah, I thought they were supposed to be good. Yeah, they usually are. You see, usually are, Ian. Usually are. I've, I've even seen <laughs> uh, bumper stickers show them up here. People love them. People do love Atlanta United. And then, like, over in the West... Seattle and Portland are both out of a playoff spot as well. Sporting Kansas City down in last place, and they were a top three team last year. So very topsy-turvy in MLS this year. Well, you know, that's what, how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Well, how's it gonna, what's going to happen when we come in and just throw it on its head again when we're in first place next year? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> don't, don't, don't give me these promises. <laughs> When we win MOS and we are a fringe playoff team next year. No, Um, (laughs) St. Louis city winning MOS is never going to happen. Just like Ian winning this quiz is never going to happen. Oh, here we go. Ian, welcome (laughs) back. We're so glad to have you. I will not be returning for two months. (laughs) We've been sitting on this quiz for like, I have had this quiz bookmarked (laughs) as um, for probably this four months, four or five months, six months. Um, and I realized, um, Ian, when we worked together before in a prior lifetime, I had a bookmark just on my Google um, tabs as uh, torture Ian. And <laughs> I realized I would occasionally be sharing my screen and that would just be a bookmark other people could read and see. So um, I had to hide it under random. Um, but uh, Random. Yeah. Now Got called into HR. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but now it has finally come. This is your quiz. It is a sporkle quiz, but we won't hold you to the time limit. Um, although that'd be fun. But we really want to milk your suffering as much as possible. We don't want you playing the clock. This isn't a this is more of a baseball timeline than a, you know, until every until every torture has been endured. They can score 25 um, on you, and you still gotta go out there and play. <laughs> yeah, here's what's going to happen, Ian. I'm going to give you three soccer team names, and you're going to have to tell me what country those teams play in. It's okay. simple. It's simple, okay? And we're starting out real easy with Bir- Birmingham City, Stoke City, and Sunderland. That's that's England. Correct. Very good. Now we move to Real Sociedad. Osasuna and Mallorca. Oh no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Already, already a problem. Oh no. oh no. Spain. That's correct. You're two for two. Great job. Oh, now we've got Chievo. a little more difficult than I would have thought it would be, though. Gotta say. <laughs> we've got Chievo, Livorno, and Udinese. Oh. Repeat those for me. Repeat. <laughs> Chievo, Livorno, and Udinese. Italy. That's correct. You are correct. Italy yeah, is yeah, the right answer. Nice job. You are doing so great. Again. We're so proud of you. Here comes. Uh, everybody's really. <laughs> Here comes the world. Old, Here comes coming. the world. Old Falkland Islands or <laughs> Christmas coming. Islands or whatever. Ian. You know me better than that. We're moving on to a pretty obvious one. 
the Central Coast Mariners, the Newcastle Jets, and Western United. Okay, that's pretty obvious. It's 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 pretty obvious, right, Justin? I mean, I'd say we'd all agree this is pretty yeah. obvious. What countries have a Newcastle? You know, yeah. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> so is this like England again? Is it? Is that what? Yes, you think it's England. It is? It's not. It's I mean, not. technically, Australia probably could be known as England. Ooh, <laughs> that's, England. that's England. They still got the, the queen on their money. England uh-huh. again. That's right. Um, correct. <laughs> uh, this is just F- England again. FSV Mainz 05, VFL Bochum, and SC Freiburg are next. This one oh, should get you right please, back on track. Please be Germany. It's Germany. That's correct, although Germany, not the only German-speaking nation, so you should probably yeah. think about that when you go forward. St. Mirren, <laughs> Aberdeen, and Dundee United. That's Scotland. Correct. Ian, you're doing so well. We're you're so a, proud uh, of you. The only reason I know of Aberdeen is from The Simpsons, because uh, Groundskeeper Willie is big yeah. Aberdeen. <laughs> That's right. And, and, Ian, here's, an, here's a slow pitch for you, an underhand softball. Oh, no. The Kashima Antlers... The Yokohama F Marinos oh. and the Sanfraki Hiroshima. <laughs> I think I think it's uh, uh, Japan. No, that's actually Texas. I'm sorry, that was you Texas. can't say those words to me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you were correct, of course, Japan. Uh, how about FC Lorraine, Montpelier, and uh, Valencinas? I believe it's Montpellier. So if we're well, you know, not <laughs> France. When, not, not when uh, which president lived at Mount Pillier? Oh man, no, I don't know. Sure. Uh, come on, Lester, Lester, midfielder James, James Madison. Madison House. <laughs> oh no, we got. I mean, this is important. This Here is we go. Well. Here we go. Yeah, it was. It was. It was James Madison. I was right. I'm very smart. That's all I needed to hear. I'm so happy that you knew that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, I I drink and I know things or something like that. Um, Ian, you have done. Let's see. Let's count. Was it France? Uh, it was France. Eight countries so far. Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. And you were seven and one. You're doing so well. Um, let's move on to Shamrock Rovers, Bohemians, and the Bray Wanderers. God, that seems like it seems like a trick. Um, Ireland. You're right. You're doing so good at this, Ian. I'm so One of those happy. has to be Finn Baller's team. Right, of course. That's his hometown. That's every that's every Irish wrestler's hometown. By the way, they look they look pretty sick. Good kits. Oh my god, look at that stadium. Wow. This is good stuff. Way to go, Bray. I want to go to a game here. All right, Ooh, that, was, that is a nice crest, honestly. Yeah, I'm pasting it in the notes for everybody to see. Bray County Wicklow. Also, huge coast. fan of teams with green and white stripes as their I agree. colors. I agree. I also want to say that I always love seeing the ocean in places that aren't like southern because it always looks so cold and dead and like that could be the middle of summer when that photo is taken and that ocean looks like it's about 45 degrees which oh yeah you cannot you cannot pay me to swim in that ocean oh (laughs) but the bray wonders are effectively out of business according to this so that's sad hopefully they got unouted of business (laughs) hopefully 
you know, us plugging them on the podcast. Hopefully that helps. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, Ian, this is going to stay just as easy as it's been the whole time. Okay. So I'm really proud of you so far. Eight and one, you're doing great. And where it's only getting easier from here, we're moving on to Velez Sarfield, Sarsfield, Rosario Central, and Boca Juniors. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> Ian. Could, if I if I told you which players played for Rosario Central, Rosario Central actually a middle school named after Rosario Dawson um, in Middlesbrough, New York. But you know, also this soccer team—that's none of that is true. That was um, not to be confused I with. I didn't want Rosario Dawson to sue our podcast. Right, right, right. Ian, this allegedly, is very straight. This is very straightforward. That's right. No, no, I have no context. Velez, Velez Sarsfield, Rosario Central, and Boca Juniors. Um, my dogs are pissed. Uh, it's Portugal. It's not Portugal. I mean, Ian. they speak Portuguese. Not even close. Oh, this is it Portugal is... again. This is just Portugal again. <laughs> it is actually Argentina. Oh. I, I got my Brazil. So they don't even speak. Up. <laughs> oh, this is, oh, this is Southern Portugal again. <laughs> That's right. Um, Ian, we're moving on to IF Elfsborg, Orgite IS, and Malmo FF. Oh, man. One of those is a city you've heard of because of hockey and racism, uh, but mostly hockey. <laughs> I know, yeah. Okay, Malmo, what are they again? Known for its racism. IF Elfsborg. Orgrite IS and Malmo FF. Uh, Chechia. Mm, No, Ian, that was Sweden. Sweden is the racist place. Swedish people (laughs) are racist. I think like Malmo specifically is very racist. Yes. Finnish people would agree. Oh, Sweden loves to finish people. I don't know. That wasn't good. Uh, ADO Din Hag. Or Den Haag, perhaps. Uh, Groningen and Heerenven. ADO Den Haag, Groningen and Heerenven. Uh, Denmark. Ian, think about that again. No, Where I won't. Is... I won't. I won't. <laughs> Where is the Hog? Do you know that much? The Hague, as people call it? No. Okay, well... <laughs> That's, like, that's a shame. Like, I, I thought know. that was really going to help. Uh, that would be. In I will not think about it. That would be in the Netherlands, and you were. I mean, horrifying. aren't the Netherlands and Denmark the same thing? Basically, but we aren't allowed to say that for political reasons. Okay, moving on to the most the most fun of these by far: the Orlando Pirates, the Kaiser Chiefs, and the Malmedo Sundowns. Oh, sorry, the Mamalodi Sundowns. I like the Mamalodi Sundowns. I'm into that. What? The Kaiser Chiefs have like an awesome stadium too. It's very The fun. Kaiser Chiefs, yeah. The uh, Orlando Pirates and the Mamalodi Sundowns. Um, the United States. Oh. Uh, oh Orlando. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone off the rails. The Mamalodi Sundowns uh, just stole Brazil's kits, which I think is quite a move. Um, 
And it is an especially an interesting move because they are in South Africa. The country oh. you were looking for was South Africa. You've had four wrong answers in a row since I told you very clearly that this was <laughs> going to get easier from here. So I don't know what you're doing, but let's move on to Braga, Benfica, and Mar- Maritimo. Braga, uh, Benfica, and Maritimo. This one's Brazil. Oh, Oh, so close. They do speak Portuguese, but that's because they are in Portugal. Oh, (laughs) no. Free Portugal. That's right. Uh, Now we've got Victoria Pilsen, uh, Visocina, Jalava, and Zbro... I can't even do it. Zbrojovka. You were doing so good. You are doing so good with these pronunciations. Uh, It's Croatia. Ian, you're, uh, I'm begging you to stop and think about I it. won't. I won't. I didn't have to think about the first one, so I'm not going to think about the last one. Are you one. locking in Croatia? This is like when you go bowling and you keep throwing gutter balls yeah. and then someone's like, just stop, take a breath. <laughs> Croatia, final right. answer. Uh, it's Chechia. You were you were right before. They both start with early. C. I don't know what you're talking about. This is like picking up a pen. I can't too. just give you a country that starts with the same letter as your country. That's yes. not how anything works. Know, we just got on like some. Or two. Yeah, we just got right, on some Ian. Central European list. I think. All right, Ian. I want you to take a deep breath. <laughs> calm Hold yourself. My breath. <laughs> collect yourself, because we're now moving on to Seattle Sounders, Columbus Crew, and Colorado Rapids. Mm. The United States of America. Ian, are you sure please. you want to think answer about it? Please, please. Think about please it. take <laughs> some time to think about it. Are you locking in that answer? North America. But <laughs> <laughs> specifically, specifically the United States, right? Because I can't give you North America. <laughs> yeah. Toronto. Colorado. Name the, name the three of them again. Just, as... Seattle Sounders, Columbus Crew, and Colorado. Yeah, Rapids. USA. Yeah, Vancouver USA. Whitecaps, York FC. That's right. Uh, Vasco da Gama, Fluminense, and Palmeiras. You're going to get it this time. Just know Brazil. It. It's Brazil. Yay! <laughs> you did it, everybody. Everybody's so Portuguese excited. Portuguese right on the one. nose. You got one. Uh, here's another one. America, Santos Laguna, and Cruz Azul. Mexico. Yes, he's on a heater. Future League's Cup rivals. Yes. You have officially not gotten less than 50% of these. I'm so proud of you. Now let's move on to Olympiacos, <laughs> Aris Thessalonica, and Atromitos. This quiz is actually 12 pages long. Uh, Greece. <laughs> you may notice one of these towns from the Bible, and you're correct. It's Greece. Very good. Oh, Very that good. thing? That book? That's right. Yeah. So it's a little, it's unpopular these days, but you know, it's had some, it had a good run. That um, work of historical fiction? That's right. <laughs> wow, spicy taste. That's fine. The STL podcast does not endorse Justin's controversial religious taste. Sorry. That's uh, 16 years of St. Louis Catholicism that just read what's <laughs> Please don't write us. Please. We beg you. Uh, finally, in uh, we've got Zamalek al-Ali and Haras el-Hadud. 
Oh, I love the silence. <laughs> I enjoy the silence so much. I got to fill air to let people know we're still here. He racks his brain to try and get 13% of these correct, which of my quick calculations are right is equal to a 75% grade. No, it's not. Bad at math, 65% grade on this. Bunch thing. of cats just started wailing because of the silence. But just uh, let them know we haven't gone anywhere. We're still here for We're you. still here, kitties. Turkey, it's turkey. Are you, oh, are you sure Ooh. you want to lock in? Uh, it's, uh, are sure, you sure, I don't know. That's <laughs> a different country. Ian, call upon the wisdom of the pharaohs and see if you can get this answer correct. Uh, but see, that feels now that feels like cheating. Now, <laughs> uh, all right, I'm you know, fine. Egypt, it's Egypt. I'll count it as wrong if you insist. That's up to you. It was Egypt, though, as my very carefully chosen clue might have made clear. This country has a soccer club called Pyramids FC. Pyramids FC. That's Orlando's (laughs) uh, stadium? That's sick. That's that's the Kaiser Chiefs. Kaiser Chiefs Stadium, yes. Kaiser Chiefs. There's Kaiser Chiefs is nothing. Uh, Or is that the band? No, Kaiser Chiefs were the band, too. Yeah, it's a band. Nothing. Yeah, Ruby, 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 Ruby. Yeah, it. it's all that. related. So, yeah, let's uh, stop talking now before I dig this <laughs> hole any deeper. Um, anyone have anything else y'all would like to say before we uh, move on from this? No, I'm just about to paste a picture of the Pyramids FC logo in the chat real quick. Also, oh, Illuminati related. Oh boy, this is going to get playfully oh, racist. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, fine. That's no. fine. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. It's kind of Establishing sick. 2018, it is, all yeah, good I, football clubs are. I will say it is weird that the pyramids play a much smaller role in this logo than the Sphinx. <laughs> yeah. What, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> pyramids. Like what you, do people know about pyramids? Ah, the Sphinx, <laughs> of course. <laughs> seems like you could have gone pyramids at the top and Sphinx at the bottom. But, you know, that's not my call. That's their call. So Pyramids um, are very small in this logo. I right. almost missed them even being there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really had to zoom in to see them. Um, but, you know. That's not a not, pyramids aren't for everybody. I yeah. would just assume that they are for the people who named themselves after the pyramids. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. We've got a lot of thought. We've got a lot of thoughts about pyramids and a lot of thoughts about stadiums and flags. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're stopping our thoughts until next time. Ian, it was great to have you back. We hope you can join many more times. The torture might not even be as severe next time. Both I'll you, see you guys in the fall. And the listeners have been tortured <laughs> enough. <laughs> Ian, as we already discussed, in my mind, the fall starts next week because it will be September. So That's right. um, until next time, folks, uh, Liverpool better win some games or there will never be another episode of this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. See you.